Hello. It's good to be worshiping with you today, and I pray that you are all doing well. By now you may have heard that we will continue our remote worship through June, if not longer. I want to thank all of you for your faithfulness as we continue to do what is best for our church community. Your offerings are greatly appreciated as the work of the church continues. Let us begin our worship today with the confession and forgiveness. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. I ask you to silently confess your sin in the presence of God. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead to sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God of glory, your Son Jesus Christ suffered for us and ascended to your right hand. Unite us with Christ and each other in suffering and in joy, that all the world may be drawn into your bountiful presence. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Acts. So when they came together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer, together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. 
The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. After Jesus had spoken these words, he looked up into heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all people, and to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom I have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence and the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Are we there yet? Anyone who has ridden in a car for a considerable distance with a child must have heard these words. Children can be impatient, and they have no sense of how long a trip can take. So out come the words, Are we there yet? At least once, if not multiple times. Well, Jesus had similar words asked to him by his disciples. Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? Jesus was the one everyone was counting on to come in and set up an earthly kingdom where all people would be treated fairly. Jesus was not the warrior they had expected, but they still put their hope in his ability to put things back to the way they used to be. The disciples wanted to know if they were there yet. Were they going to see this important restoration? Jesus was going to be leaving them, and they didn't think he should go unless he finished what they thought he had come to accomplish. The answer to their question, Are we there yet? was not answered as they had hoped. Jesus let them know that it was not for them to know, but that God would do what needed to be done when the time was right. In the meantime, they would all receive the power of the Holy Spirit and were to continue the work Jesus had begun. No, they were not there yet. There was more work to be done, and now it was to be done without Jesus by their side. This must have been very unsettling news for those early disciples. Just as quickly as Jesus had appeared in their lives, there they stood and watched him leave. 
Can you imagine them raising their hands toward Jesus as he ascended and yelling, Wait! Wait! Don't go yet! We have more questions! But it was too late. He was gone, and all they could do was stare into the sky. Their stares were interrupted by two men in white robes who reminded them that they could not get anything done by staring out into space. They may have hoped Jesus would change his mind and come back, but they knew that was probably not the case for right now. So they went back to Jerusalem. Can you imagine how defeated they felt as they walked back to the town? Can you imagine the questions that they had in their minds that were left unanswered when Jesus ascended? But notice how this reading ends. It says these men along with certain women, were constantly devoting themselves to prayer. I'm sure that is what sustained them in the days ahead, prayer. We may not be on that long car ride, and we aren't watching Jesus tell us that he is about to leave us, but we may still have that same question. Are we there yet? It was the middle of March when our lives began to change. That was two months ago, and now, slowly, we see changes being made that give us hope that we can get back to some normalcy. I don't know about you, but it seems a lot longer than two months. Maybe that is where some of our frustration comes from. When routines change so drastically and days are not scheduled in the usual way, Time does not seem to go at its usual pace. I'm sure some of you are disappointed that you are still sitting at home listening to this service instead of in a church pew. Now some of you may have gotten used to this routine and find pajamas and slippers are not a bad way to attend worship. Enjoying breakfast or a cup of coffee while listening is not bad either. However, you are listening today. I hope that you can feel others joining you in their homes and know that the church community is still together. One thing that binds us together, just as it bound the early disciples, is prayer. We continue to pray for each other and to pray for the churches. We pray for the wisdom to do what is right for all of our members and to choose a time and a way to be together so that we can all be safe. I pray for you daily, and I humbly ask that you remember me in your prayers. It is hard when we can't look at a calendar and have our lives mapped out by the appointments we have in the places we need to be. One of the hardest things I had to do when we closed the churches was to cross out the Sunday worship schedule, first for April, then for May, and now for June. Oh, I know this won't last, and I do put my trust in God, and I pray that you do the same thing. As Jesus said, it is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority. We aren't always in control. Thank goodness. God is the one who is guiding us. Jesus goes on to say, 
but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. We all have been given the power of the Holy Spirit in our baptism. Let us all use that power to see us through these days of disrupted activity. Let us let the Holy Spirit blow through our lives in new and exciting ways. Let's open our eyes to new possibilities for the future and for better days ahead. Even if we don't have our calendars filled, God has the only plan we really need. We may not be there yet, but we are getting closer. Amen. Let us join together in the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death 
and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Uplifted by the promised hope of healing and resurrection, we join the people of God in all times and places in praying for the church, the world, and all who are in need. O oh God, call your people to be one as you are one. Unite your church in the truth of your gospel, the love of our neighbor, and the call to proclaim your reign to all people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Breathe life into your creation. Guide your people as we explore the mysteries of the universe. We pray for all those who care for your creation and for those who continue to explore the unknown. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Make your justice known among the nations of the earth. Open the hearts and minds of all leaders and help them to work together for the good of all people. Be with all those in military service and their families, especially Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Come to the aid of your children. We pray for those who grieve, those who are not supported by others and all who feel isolated or afraid. Be with all those who suffer in mind, body, or spirit, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give courage to all who work in health care or our essential workers. Be with Calamus Lutheran Parish and all churches as we find ways to stay connected and give glory to God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Raise all your saints to eternal life. Until that day, we give you thanks for the faithful examples of those who have listened to your voice and now rest in you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. With bold confidence in our love, Almighty God, we place all for whom we pray into your eternal care through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. 
Amen. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.